This is the Hot Metal Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Martin Sully, founder of Snapper Studio, a brand strategy and visual design studio in the heart of Newcastle, Australia. And I'm on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and confidence in what you're selling. From thoughtful, empowering brand strategies to defining powerful visual stories, I'll arm you with bite-sized branding tools to help you grow your brand and leave your own unique mark. Welcome back. We are talking all about brand foundations today. So I want to start by just giving a quick rundown of how what branding is to me and yeah, some of the, the misconceptions around branding as well. For me, branding's always been the yeah collection of small parts that steer people's views. And it's how people perceive your business and your reputation that you're growing. It's what customers, your team and your followers all think about you. And it's a mix of, yeah, all the interactions they have with you. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a bit like a, like a gut feeling, I guess, when you think about a brand or think about a service or product. So it's that collective feeling that you have about a business. That's what branding is to me. And I guess when you're looking at it from a strategy perspective, you're trying to use visual assets to kind of amplify all the strategy parts of it. Your brand, uh, this is like conception number one, your brand isn't just your logo. Uh, it's absolutely everything. And my favorite examples of this are things like how staff reply to emails, phone calls, Um, It's your verbal and sort of, yeah, written responses as well as the visual side of things. Uh, It's also things like soaps you use in bathrooms, like your decision on what soap to use, whether you use like an economical uh, choice or you go for, you know, a luxurious uh, option. They're going to be picked up by customers and they will make their own judgments on Okay, so these guys, you know, they go all in. uh, They use the most luxurious things they can. Or these guys, you know, don't generally, they're not bothered whether, you know, you're using an economical one or, yeah, it's, um, and even crazy things like uh, your choice of toilet paper. They, all those things that you never even thought about have an impact and need to be thought about carefully. And that, to me is like, yeah, we, I, I say to all my new clients and old clients, just question everything. There is obviously, yeah, that's one of the most important things that I try to instill is to just think about things carefully before you pull the trigger. Don't just, you know, dive in straight away. Branding's not just how it, how it looks. Branding is also not the same as advertising or marketing. It's also not just for big companies. So little little companies with modest budgets, they can do amazing things that you would never have been able to 
20, 30 years ago, it was, you know, you had to spend millions and billions of dollars. But with the advent of uh, the internet and obviously websites, you can do huge things. Social media has been a huge game changer for lots of small businesses. And tools like Canva, love it or hate it, have given people the opportunity to regularly control their content as opposed to having to rely on a designer or a photographer to come in and, yeah, create them some content. But obviously before then, the need, before social media, the need for photography, videos and graphic design work was not as big and people put far more emphasis into long-lasting products like printed products that would that would work for them through the whole year whereas now they're having to weekly generate new content and yeah back up what their branding does but at the same time that's given people so many more opportunities another one that i feel like is an often sort of misconceived idea about branding is that yeah, your branding will affect your sales, whether it's in a positive or negative way. Obviously, if you nail your branding, you can triple, quadruple your sales. And there's even reports of people doing like 6,000% more from it. There was an interesting thing yesterday I saw that they had applied a story to an inanimate object and sold it. Now, this story had, uh, yeah, they'd basically given a horse's head a backstory. Uh, And this was uh, obviously like, you know, how there was a craze 10, 15 years ago where people were dressing up in all sorts of wild masks and and stuff in music videos. And then from there, people then started to put these videos on social media. Now, when you apply a story, you can start embedding feelings and giving this person a personality now that is a huge area of branding by giving it a story they affected the sales they sold another one of the same thing didn't give it a story and it sold for a tiny amount but this like the one they applied the story to the sales crept up like six thousand percent so it sold for six thousand percent more So branding gave it that huge growth, which is pretty amazing. Okay, so yeah, going back into what branding can do to you and do for your business, uh, it allows you to influence what people think about you, what you do, what you say, and how you look. The goal for me is always to, to align your visuals to your strategy and your reputation And you cannot start creating those visuals until you know what your brand is. Which leads me into my topic for the episode, building strong foundations. Your focus needs to be on discovering your why and what you're passionate about. But it also takes a look at the direction you're currently heading and working out if there's something that needs to be changed. Now, before you switch off, it's really important to audit your brand. I know that sounds terribly boring, um, but to keep it interesting, see it as more of a bloopers reel. Uh, I've had a few good ones in the past myself. So back in 
2015 or so. Uh, I did a design for a flyer with the word public on it. Um, Unfortunately, there was 20,000 copies printed with the L missing from public. Just let that sink in. There was 20,000 printed. So they, uh, yeah, okay. I think that, I think that, that's a good blooper to kind of kick things off. But the, look, there's going to be loads of those examples. And it's not all about what's gone wrong. It's also what you're doing right. And there's going to be a ton of stuff. If you've been in branding for, or you've been, you have a brand or you've had a business for one year, two years, 10 years, there's going to be things that, you know, have a big impact and you are doing so right. So analyzing your current brand is super, super important. And one thing I do like to look at is what feelings you're communicating and how well you do it. And then we need to dive into what your why is, or more importantly, how you can find it. But look, it's not a trick question. It shouldn't make you all squirmy like a worm. Your why has to be there to balance out and reframe the bad experiences that happen. So you need the bad experiences to sort of balance the good ones and learn from them. And yes, building brand does take time. To master a new skill, it's said to take 10,000 hours. And there will be a bunch of imposter syndrome, frustration and other things that pop up. But when you have a clear why, the negative experiences can be turned into a positive. If we look at mine, my why, to create world-changing brands and educate and inspire businesses to build a stronger, more collaborative world, we can see that to make a positive change to the world and help people, there are going to be hurdles to climb. But long term, we are traveling towards that goal. And it's that journey towards that end goal that you really is the driving force and it's what gets you out of bed to start your work. And yeah, hopefully you can then break that giant goal down into lots of little accomplishable tasks that don't feel like, oh, I'm just never going to get this done. It's going to happen. We are going to make it happen. We all need to take a little look as well at unique selling propositions or USPs. And that's a brief summary of what makes you unique. Um, And why is this important? Okay, so before you dive in to a marketing plan or making a new website, generating new content, you need to understand your brand's DNA and the psychology of what your audience needs. This can be you maniacally scribbling down thoughts and then succinctly finishing a sentence starting. We specialize in... Go. Yeah, moving along swiftly. Your USP helps you clear up misconceptions. So like all the misconceptions about branding, branding is not marketing, it's not advertising, it's not just a logo, it's, you know, branding does add value. Um, It's not just for big companies. 
all of those things, those they're like common misconceptions. So you'll have a bunch if you're in health and fitness, you're going to have lots of people with general problems. And your job is to work out how to solve the problems and talk to your audience in a way that engages them. From there, your one thing that's going to be like key to talking to them is your brand's voice and your personality that your brand embodies. It's got to be humanized. It needs to speak to your customers and take in their feelings, quirks, needs and wants. You need to get into their brains and suck out as much useful information as possible. And your brand voice should embody their language and translate it into the problems that you're solving. But before you can humanize it, you need a brief overview of the customer and their problems. And then you can dive deeper into their psychological needs and current world events that might be affecting how they're feeling. These are going to have a huge impact as to whether they're actually in a position where they want to buy. Either way, understanding your audience is the absolute key. I was in a masterclass yesterday where the the person leading it said, uh, I bet you've got 30 tabs open on your browser right now. Close them all down. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, I've probably got like, I, I myself, I probably had 80 open. It's these little observations that make people feel heard and seen, which is so important for then connecting people into your brand. The second to last task that I run through is setting goals. I like setting one to three targets each year that you can actually hit. Even though it's midway through the year, my first target of the year, and I do set dates on them because that's really super important, was to launch the podcast to connect to my audience in a whole new way. Then from there, I reverse engineered how I was going to actually do it and broke it down into bite-sized chunks that I could actually do. It just makes it a whole lot less scary when you're going, ah, I'm going to launch a podcast. And you're like, oh, just frozen from not being able to make any any progress. When setting goals, you need to ask yourself questions like, what do I want to be known for? What reputation do you want to have? What branding assets do we want in place? What tone of voice are we striving for? What would fulfilling our vision feel like? What do we want competitors to say about us? What do you want to create? What do you need to do to make your mark? And what would make you more magnetic? Finally, there's an exercise that I think really helps blow brands up. Not in a bad way. It focuses on a mix of the audience and what they need and the psychology around that and the brand's DNA with the brand voice. So it's kind of sucking everything in together in this one little simple task. And this task is actually something I give away on my website. So you can go and get this right now and within an hour, uh, you'll, you'll be kind of, yeah, you can easily complete this task. So anyway... Whether you're starting a business uh, a couple of years in 
or even 30 years in, there's a good chance you've not thought about this because it's pretty much my one exercise that I do with people that they go, huh, I've never thought about it like that. And that is like, is getting you thinking about your brand. Humans are compelled by emotions, which is why connecting emotions to your brand is one of the keys to standing out and being authentic. Take a recent client of mine. They're a clinical psychologist who is training clinicians in their methods. So it's going super deep. And obviously, being a psychologist, they are working with anxiety and lots of emotions themselves. But they are working emotions into their brand and it's being driven by words like access clarity community confidence inspiration security safety support and understanding and then they've got to narrow it down into three from there and start connecting people to their brand they're going with things like community because they're using it as a, a way to talk to new clinicians and facilitators and training them in how they treat patients. So they're building a community around them. They are looking to instill confidence in people. They're looking to instill confidence in patients. But they also want to lend an understanding like it's not an easy area of work. They want to make sure people feel supported. They can then use those emotions to make amazing shifts in their brand. They can start connecting people to their brand. They can shift the direction of their brand. They can speak to customers and make sales more easily. They can excite their customers and engage them in new ways and reinvigorate their brand visuals just from doing this one exercise. So it's crazy just how much can be changed from one thing. I want to, I want to, yeah, find those little nuggets that go, make people go explosive, just amazing. I think that pretty much wraps up today. Although I have got one last thing to tell you about, and that is how to pick up the feels finder download. So the Fields Finder, this is your action point for today. And hopefully by me explaining just how much one person got from it, you'll be able to see how you can kind of quickly apply it to your own brand. It's a super amazing download. If you want a copy, you can just jump on my website, snapper.studio, and find it really simply on the homepage or in the menu. And it takes you through a little quiz. Uh, It's a bit of fun. And more importantly, it is also with it, you get an an affirmations printout. So you can pick your you can pick your three feelings from the list of 30 or 40. Then add those supercharged feelings into the boxes and then print it out. Or ideally, you would save the paper and start create a uh, screensaver or a desktop background and save them there. The idea of making them visible is that you're held accountable so that you can say, oh, 
did I actually do that in that little bit of content? Did I focus on my key feelings? Am I taking into consideration my customers' feelings? From there, you can start adding and taking away bits and auditing your brand to to make make it it stand out even more than you already are. So there we have it. That is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. I will be back next week. Ta-ta for now. Mm -hmm.